0: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45%, up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Can you believe that the dolphins and Vic Fangio have mutually parted ways after one year? Is he now a lock for Philadelphia, even at the tender age of 65, is he a better DC than the bears own Matt Eberflus? whose ability in that area saved his head coaching career, at least for a year.
3: Well, I think if you're making a list of top defensive coordinators in the NFL, like we were making a list of top quarterbacks, Vic Fangio's in your top two or three. Yeah, There's no doubt about it. You look at his age and you look at his experience and you look at his success, he makes an impact wherever he goes. Now, I don't know what went into the decision to leave Miami. It could have been a bad fit. He could have been uncomfortable. We know that he gets... I don't want to say set in his ways, but he certainly has a routine he did in Chicago. Remember, it made it hard for him to leave. He wanted to – he had the same yep. sort of uh, people he, he dealt with, and he just he gets, falls into a pattern. The great coaches have their quirks and idiosyncrasies, and Vic Fangio is a great assistant coach. So don't know what went into the parting of the ways with the Dolphins. The Eagles are lucky to get him if he goes there. If I'm Jim Harbaugh and I'm putting together my new staff, I'm there making sure – I'm making sure that he wants to go to Philadelphia because they have worked together and they have had success. So a lot of time for Vic Fangio, he does make an impact because he does a great job of fitting his scheme around the talent. And when you do that, you're going to win a lot and you're going to have great defenses and he knows what it takes to put a great defense together.
2: You could do a lot worse than uh, Vic Fangio as your uh, defensive coordinator. I'm not shocked that Things didn't work out down in Miami. I think the Dolphins head coach is a very unique personality, and I'll be very curious to see who he gets paired with. And he's the offensive side of things, right? And, you know, Vic Vic fancies himself as a head coach and a leader of men, and he has his own style as well. And I think there's a little new school, old school collision that didn't work down there. Um, it's a great hire. For the Eagles, he, he's not going to let them not be tough enough. He's not going to let them not tackle. He's not going to let them not do the fundamentals. It's a good, good hire by the Eagles.
1: Yeah, I I, I got to tell you, I think he's a hell of a coach. I think he's a really good coach. I think if you're putting together the list of the best defensive coaches, defensive coordinators in the league, he's at the top of the list i don't I think that's why they brought him to Miami and they gave him like the richest contract of any assistant. This is nuts to me. um they didn't have a great year, but they had tons of injuries on that defense i I don't know why you wouldn't want him and you wouldn't stick with him um it's a weird one to me and, and it you know the fact that it's mutually agreed upon, do we know if he went to them? and said, hey, I, you know, I really liked being here, but I want to be with my family. I'm getting older. I'm contemplating retirement. Would, You know, should we separate and go our own ways? And they said, yeah, let's go. I don't know how it worked, but I know the guy's a hell of a coach, and I think that it would be pretty wild. Um, we know Jim's bringing his defensive coordinator with him from Michigan, but I, I agree with you. It would be pretty wild if he got – the team back together uh, in, in, uh, in L.A., second team in L.A., I almost said San Diego, with the Chargers. It's not that far. But I, I think that would be wild. I think, um, you know, who knows? You you wind up at Philly, how long until you become the interim head coach? It's something to <laughs> contemplate. The pick six
2: for Raquan Smith. With the AFC favorite Ravens hosting the Chiefs this weekend while boasting a defensive star named Roquan Smith, who started his career here with the Bears, do you believe he'd still be in Chicago if he had an agent? Would Lamar Jackson have been able to stay with the Bears? Another guy without an agent. How will not having an agent impact Caleb Williams' chances of being drafted by the Bears since he, too, doesn't have an agent? This isn't a drinking game.
1: This is early, okay, uh, in the draft process. So he could still hire an agent, but he said he's not going to hire an agent. He said he's going to do his own negotiation or have someone look over the contract, but he's going to basically put it together. We'll see. Um, most of these guys are in the process of getting an agent now, etc. Here's the thing. You know, the, the rookie salary cap, is a real thing and it will determine how much everyone makes there's not a lot of wiggle room i think uh bryce young is on like a a four-year 37.9 million dollar contract and he was the first overall pick last year so you can expect him to get you know a a 40 million 42 million dollar deal and that will be it so you don't really have to negotiate much um, I don't think it's a big deal. But it was a big deal with Roquan. I think if Roquan had an agent and the relationship had been better, he'd, stay, he'd be here with the Bears. I think he's a really good player. And they were just in trade mode, and they couldn't come up with a resolution. I think that negotiation got personal. I think things got really personal in uh, in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. That was a really tough negotiation. And you know who pulled them through it was the head coach. John Harbaugh never gave up on the player, never let it get to a point where the kid wasn't coming back, and now they're in a championship game, probably booking their trip to the Super Bowl with a four-point favor.
2: Well, I think you need an agent, first of all. And I think teams are fine with players that don't have an agent because I think they believe they're going to get the better of the deal with the player who is quote-unquote, representing himself. Again, Roquan's a really nice player. Roquan Smith was a luxury item the Bears could not afford at this time. He has definitely helped the Ravens. But watching the Ravens over the last couple of weeks, end of their regular season. Watch L22? No. I I, Again, David, I don't have access to the L22. I don't know about you, but I can't afford the L22 view. (laughs) Um Roquan does the same things he did. He, he has a lot of wow's, but he also has a lot of like you, you know, for a 100 million dollar line middle line, you should have made that play.
3: They're comparing him to Ray Lewis in Baltimore. I
2: think they're I think they're comparing his leadership on the defensive. I don't think they're No,
1: he's a Pro Bowl player. He's been no, really He's I, an all-pro linebacker. They're he's not comparing
2: his play on yes, the field. They are okay. Dustin, listen. Listen. No, D- David, here. If I were to buy you a Christmas present, would you rather have a Jim Harbaugh Chargers hat, or would you rather have a Lamar or a, a Roquan Smith zero uh, T-shirt? From the I would want a Lamar. I, w-
3: I would want a Roquan zero jersey with some Jim Harbaugh khaki pants.
2: Lula they would lemon, go well he's together. He's a Lululemon guy now, so okay,
3: fits right. Good. Yeah. He should be a Flag and Anthem guy yeah, now. Yeah, Flag and Anthem can get him. Some we khaki. need to get him some pants. We should just send him. To- <laughs> I don't know if Roquan Smith having an agent would have changed Ryan Pohl's insistence that that's not a premium position. I almost think it came down to that. Maybe a savvy agent could have persuaded the Bears, like, yeah, you don't want to lose this guy because you know what? He's an all-pro talent that you drafted and developed, and you want to keep those guys in the building. To me, it's always going to be a mistake that they let him go. Always. Always. But he's moved on. I'm happy for Roquan Smith. He's an easy guy to like. He's an easy guy for most of us to like. <laughs> Lamar Jackson not having an agent turned out to be good for him, but I think he's the exception to the rule. Caleb Williams, I think, will get an agent. He is pretty savvy. He has some handlers, with whether it's dealing with his NIL, with his statements. He has some handlers that understand, I think, how to navigate the what he's getting into. So I do believe he will eventually come to the conclusion that it makes more sense for him. And he has in his statement, been pretty at least savvy enough to say he'd, it'd be an honor for him to play anywhere. So I don't know that that's an issue yet. It will be potentially, if he doesn't have an agent, it would be unorthodox to have the number one overall pick, not have an agent. But give me that jersey, Dustin. I would wear it on Super Bowl Sunday if the Ravens are in the Super Bowl, but I don't think they're going to get there.
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports,
3: Chicago, Illinois. You know, I've been asked that question before.
2: How big of a game was last night's Illinois-Northwestern game over in Evanston? At what point do you start paying close attention to who's good in college basketball?
3: I don't know if... It's too early or too late. It's about the right time. Right around February, you start to, like, turn your attention a little bit as football dwindles and gets to the end of the season. Last night was a great college basketball game, though. Last night looked like March because when you have an overtime game, 96-91, Boo-Booey looking like an NBA guard, the Mm -hmm. best player on the floor in the clutch, 29 points, great atmosphere in Evanston. Tough place to play for Illinois. Yeah, that was a big win for Chris Collins and company, who looked like a tournament team. Certainly Illinois being 10th in the country, you get a victory like that. And it's historic. I think it's the first time they beat a top 10 Illinois team a lot of years, like decades. So I have to check out the history they made. But it was another big moment for Northwestern. And uh, they're fun to watch. That was a great Big Ten game. And I think now you start to pay attention because Purdue looks like a Final Four team, but then it's like, yeah, everybody else. And you start to wonder how many teams could be in the Final Four who are in the top 25 right now.
2: It was a fun watch last night. Um, The uh, student section from Northwestern was really giving it to a certain player on the Illini last night. This is the time that I really start digging in. My, My Saturdays have been freed up now. Uh, no college football, no NFL. So Saturday's got a big, big day. I like watching that uh, pregame show on the four-letter network, get you informed on what's been happening since you uh, last started watching. And listen, you got to get ready to fill out the brackets. The madness is coming.
1: Yeah, um, I, I've i been watching more college basketball. Um, I watched Texas beat Oklahoma because I just want to see Porter. And um, I watched – I watch Loyola when they're on, um, but I've been—I find myself sitting in front of games more. And and I did—I uh, did end up um, taping this one so I can watch it because I didn't stay up the whole way. I started to get a little tired. and I was going to go to bed. And just didn't feel like we were going to talk as much about it. Ended up being a great finish. And I looked into it this morning. I might go home and spend some overtime time was with, great. Yeah, no. But the overtime was boo Bowie. Hitting the three. They
3: they just kind of, they really surged to open the can, overtime. Can I have a ruling on the uniforms? Are, are we liking the Northwestern uniforms? Because it's? I think it's a nod to Chicago. Chicago's Big Ten team, maybe with the design. Do we like those? Ter- Terrence Shannon Jr. started
1: for the first time since his suspension. That was, He's back in the starting lineup. I believe he finished with 12 points. Uh, there was a really big play late in the game where there was a, um, a, a a foul on him, a violent foul as he was going to the basket. He hit the free throws, but as Dustin says, the crowd was digging at him mercilessly, and it did it did make you wonder how this will impact him uh, going forward because they, they gave him the business with the different things they were chanting and. He did not play a good game. I had a couple
3: turnovers. Yeah, I
1: I, I I just think that it's it's a tough position for everyone. Do you tell the kids in the stands, hey, knock it off, or does it work? And do you say, well, that's what happens when you get in these situations? It was just rough, and I don't know the answer to it. I'm very uncomfortable with the story.
3: It is an uncomfortable story. I think illinois is making a choice and when you make a choice to start him play him and and do what they feel like they have to do with him some of these things are outside of their control after that the yeah. fans were merciless well the the students at a basketball game yeah and smart people at a basketball game come are you up saying stuff. that greg popovich might have t- grabbed the microphone and Lectured the crowd.
1: I don't. I don't think he would have. I don't know if you can. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what. What. I don't know what you're. When people are, kind of. I, I don't. I mean, listen. I, is it. Is it true? Is it not true? The guy has been accused of something. He hasn't been tried. You're chanting things at him over the charges. Can you tell people don't do that? I mean, is that. Is that bad sportsmanship? Is it mean-spirited? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, people, it's hard to get control of a crowd. They can do what they want at games, can't they, or can't they? i, I It's a good question. To though. some degree, it's like Should trying. Should someone have done that?
3: Is, to some degree, it's like trying to react to what goes on in social media. You know, yes, know, We saw exactly. the social media attacks on the Bills kicker earlier in the week, and it's bad, and nobody would recommend no. or encourage that. But they don't talk about do it in the game.
1: It. You know, you don't talk, hey, the crowd's really getting on Terrence Shannon. You don't do that. So unless you're there or you're Dustin and you're listening closely uh, and you're monitoring social media about what's being said.
3: Which and, most people do these days. Of course they do. If you're watching the game, you're understanding what's being circulated on social media and you had a sense of what was going on there.
1: Anyway, and no, you know, congrats to Northwestern is another really big win for them. They beat Purdue. They did have that Chicago State loss, but I bring that up. Still not crazy about the uniforms. All right, we've got the extra point next. Mully and Haw Chicago Sports Radio, six seven of the score.